0: Hey, everybody. I'm Jody Vance.
1: And I'm George Affleck. And it's time for... Maybe you could drive my car. Boop, 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 boop. Unspun. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a little yeah. bit of a victory here today. Maybe a little bit of... You're doing your happy dance. Happy dance. And a
0: little bit... For those just listening on the podcast, I am hands in the air. And mostly I'm going to put my hands in the air on behalf of those who battled hard on uh, the want to create an accessible Stanley Park for all people with disabilities, people who had limited access to the park over the last two plus years now because of Mm -hmm. the hastily implemented park drive bike lane where people are screaming, it's going to be taken away now. There's no bike lane in Stanley Park. Yes, there is. It's on the seawall. It's always been there and it's fine. Go back to the seawall. Somebody, George, should build a velodrome somewhere else and, and make it accessible to all cyclists. No, I'm serious. It's a great no, business I know, model because I apparently know. millions and millions of cyclists require this. Build one, use
1: you, it. You can you can ride on the road still quite easily enough because cars go about uh, you know 10, to ten kilometers an hour around Stanley Park, and uh, it's not impossible to ride on the current roads because there is a couple of bottlenecks for sure if you cycle around there, which we do on totally. a regular basis. Um, Absolutely. Uh, but that hill is daunting so riding on the on, riding or even walking around uh, the point there is pre- preferable to, with certainly with my youngest to go up that hill. Um, but uh, there is a plan a plan imagine that a concept what, a, what, a, what a, uh, wow. they're gonna to put a plan together to put a properly designed uh, bike, bike lane, lane that doesn't uh, include paying for private sector cones that are costing them I think it's a hundred bucks a pop per cone. And there are what ten thousand cones so they're spinning are you kidding i don't know yeah it's 100 bucks a, per month 100 bucks cone. a
0: cone a month
1: That's what i've heard yeah the big ones the big ones yeah because why would you buy okay cones? let me just
0: let me just pick <laughs> yeah. my mouth up off the my jaws on the floor anyway okay so I'm let's go wait wait business. what happened guys going into what the the happened cone guys business. are you... <laughs> <laughs> i want i want george affleck's face on all the cones um <laughs> Let's go back to how this came to pass, okay? So the now ABC-dominant park board, right? Yes. The ABC-majority park board, who promised through the election, George, an election promise delivered. (laughs) I mean, I got to say, I got to say, that impresses me. I've been so starved for actual meaningful moves made
1: any bar was nice and low for the park board,
0: super low. So, I mean, I don't get you, I don't get think you get lower than where the, the it was pretty darn low.
1: Was. Not as it, yeah. the grass exceeded the height of the bar by a lot.
0: <laughs>
1: there you go, I brought it all together for you.
0: That I podcast over. Thanks for coming,
1: everybody. <laughs> Honestly,
0: though, George, okay, so they're getting it done, yeah, they got it, they got it done. Um. And also at the same time, so the park, Stanley Park bike lane, the the park drive bike lane will be taken out by Christmas, Um, and that was there was the big brouhaha. The biking lobby camp was coming at me on Twitter again because I was like, oh, the park board does the right thing, and again they just swarm. Right, it's like calm down, just.
1: Well, they're paid by the city to do that. (laughs) Are they? Well, yeah, they get hundreds of thousands of dollars from the city. They get, uh, this is the hub guys, right? There's a really, uh, I think it's Bob Mackin broke it all down The actual money. They get, you know, millions of dollars from government to lobby I would, government. I would I mean, hope nonsense. that Ken, I would hope that Ken Sim, when the accountant starts
0: accounting the accounts, looks at that and stops it.
1: Yeah, that it's is insane. That is, is, it's one of those, there's a lot of those grants that get, that they get, they are given out by the city that intentionally disrupt management of the city there is an irony uh, to this uh, program. if you are going to spend your entire budget that you are provided by the city to lobby the city to slow down the city or to to influence the city I, I don't understand. Just find your own money and influence the city I, I don't get how, how how this little is this peter pace Paul i don't even understand what's going on here what this what the metaphor is, but it's not it's not a good look. Wow. I'm just,
0: honestly, the more you teach me about the inner workings of City Hall, the more I wonder if we aren't all being bamboozled when it comes to <laughs> the necessity of tax dollars. I mean, the, my garbage wasn't picked up for two weeks because it snowed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right? Like, how about we make sure that that works?
1: But if you don't shovel your sidewalk, somehow somebody magically shows up and puts a a sticker on your door saying you're going to get fined how how did that person get around but we can't get a garbage truck to pick up the uh, this
0: george yet again you are telling me the thing that keeps me up at night going what like how and then i took the dogs for a walk around the block and there were three you know frontings that are fully ice covered and Mm -hmm. You know, so there are people that aren't doing the thing and they're not getting ticketed, but some, you know, random person that has been working nights at the hospital, you know, with no means to do the fix on the snow in front of the place is getting the ticket. Like it's very random, kind of like, if I may, do what you did with the grass and bring it all together. Like people having picnics at the beach getting ticketed for having a glass of Mm -hmm. wine or a beer or whatever. This just in there's cider in our Starbucks cup. Okay like there is so it's the people that are sitting there minding their own business sitting with their family eating Mm -hmm. a sandwich outside maybe riding their bike potentially
1: on their bikes nice little bike ride nice of wine little baguette very european have a lovely little Little. one little have a little lunch on the beach uh and 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 not bug anybody and not be obnoxious but nope here's a hundred dollar fine or whatever it is from the police and from the Rangers who should be doing other things with their time, please. I can think of a hundred things you could be doing in our parks and our beaches that don't involve finding me sitting with my family, having a glass of wine or a beer and enjoying the most beautiful city in the world. Ridiculous. And we've been talking about this for four years and they started this stupid pilot project, with these most obscure. If anybody ever saw the signs about where these locations were, it was bizarre. There's one by my house, that literally they decided, uh, okay, it's going to be in this little stretch beside the, in David Lamb Park, not in the other park that is literally where everybody hangs out. And this, this was the park by the school, but and we yeah. went, okay, so we were compliant. I was with somebody who works at the city and they wanted to be compliant. So we went to this one little section, this little point where we thought oh, obviously this is part of that because it's you know it makes sense to come i mean then we left there and we looked at the sign again and for some reason that little point wasn't it was like a beautiful place to have a picnic and we wanted to have a beer and a glass of wine and have a picnic we want to be compliant but we even we yeah. were confused and we were with a person from the city who was said oh what that's weird why isn't that park? with
0: a person from the city and still confused is yes, I mean, the they, problem here parkour, george why but, yeah okay so why on earth why on God's green earth? I will say. <laughs> uh, why is it safe and responsible to to consume an adult beverage as an adult on that stretch of grass <laughs> but over there? It's not. Like this, it's just bizarre. doesn't make you want to talk nanny state. That's what nanny state 100%, looks like. That's 100%. that's what, and it's just and the people that are like, if you don't want to drink, don't drink. And people are like, what about if you let drinking in parks is going to be chaos on the streets. Everybody will be smashed. Are you kidding me right now? Going to a park and consuming alcohol is no different than going to a restaurant or a bar and consuming alcohol. Responsibility and not drinking and driving remains the same, people. Because you drank it outdoors on a grassy knoll, looking out at the sunset doesn't make it extra strong. Like it's just... The arguments on the extremes of away, both sides.
1: But yeah, and, it's, no. and, and and to follow the rules of, of good societal behavior. Don't get be obnoxious and get wasted. And the police can deal with that when they have to deal with that. I mean, as they would in right. any given place and location in the city. If you're drunk, you come out of a bar, you're wasted, you're obnoxious. You get drunk and disorderly charges. This exists yeah. in a different way. So if you're drunk and disorderly on the beach, you, there's ways to deal with that. But me sitting with my kids, having a nice glass of wine, or or Amanda just going for a bike ride and having one little glass of wine, uh, and and some and some takeout. Like, what is the problem here? Like, this is all good. There should be we, no we problem here. So and so few restaurants on the water in the city, which is bizarre, right? We have yeah. very few places to bizarre. eat. On our beaches, we have all beaches, beaches, everywhere, waterfront, waterfront, waterfront. You can't, there's like four locations in our city that you can sit on a patio on the water. So the only yeah. place to do this because, the, because of our regulation about how we own our, our waterfront, which is great, uh, but let's, let's use it to the max the
0: let's also use to the max our law enforcement officers who spend their summer evenings riding around in groups of three on quads along the beach looking for people and opening up their coolers with you know when they move their toddler out from beside the cooler to see if they have <laughs> anything in there like let's the baby just pram stop with the
1: booze in it no baby just a bit just a, just a can just a case of beer but no baby those people,
0: but those let's kids. find the people who are partying all night long down the beach, leaving the big, you know, swaths of of yeah. junk and garbage and trash and bottles and what I saw in those the people, in Pacific Square Park, right? Like the people that are having yeah. the the ticketed raves. Like, how about we just? How about we focus on those you and please? not the people that are going to have their takeout with a friend in a safe distance fashion? And you know, it. it
1: and and if you still so, if you still want to drink, but you also want to be naked, you have to go to Wreck Beach. You know, we still can't, we're not allowing any nakedness yet, yet on our beaches. But if you want to have a beer day, and be naked, you got to go to Wreck Beach.
0: One day it'll be, uh, one day it'll be legal to do almost both everywhere. <laughs> I mean, in Spain, I, I took Brady to Spain. He was eight years old and he turned yeah. around. There were these two beautiful young women, like, yeah, horrible, you know,
1: I'm sure. very traumatic. young women
0: and, and topless line that you didn't even notice. Didn't even, notice. didn't even notice
1: yeah i lived in denmark boobies. and that happened I was oh like, well, geez, god boobies. Uh, but yeah barcelona i went there and you literally walk along the beach and then it's, it's clothing and then suddenly not clothing you're just like okay right in the city right, right in the city just like vancouver well, but anyways i don't know i'm not to. i am not going to get on a rant about getting people being naked on the beach but if you want to be naked you still have you to be can on the beach you do yeah you do in okay, fact, but actually, my deal. ex-wife my ex-wife once we she was swedish and and we, we she we went to the beach and in sweden they have everybody's top us at the beaches it's just what do you do and so we went down to english bay this is when we first were together and she took off her top and laid down because she thought that's just you know what you do and oh my god it was bizarre because people started sitting on the logs when they were alive. right they have logs on our beaches can we fix that too uh and sitting there just are they coming out. back well they I think they, they're coming they back. again. I don't understand. They put them in. They took the fences again. down. Yeah.
0: No, they've took the fences down.
1: Did they? Okay. Just yeah, them jail them l- what I is think- the problem. Leave them there. What what is the problem? We gotta clean the beaches? I think- okay, move them and clean them and then put them back.
0: I don't know. You know what the problem is? And I, this is another thing that was addressed at this park board meeting, which has the top of my head popping off a little bit because I'm I do blame because we did fund the Velodrome for the bike lobby for the last two mm-hmm. years. We are paying for those cones. We are paying for the lost revenue. Yep. Parking yep. has gone up uh, significantly. It's gone up nine percent per hour mm-hmm. uh, in Stanley Park, so not an insignificant bump, and that's going to hit everybody. Like when a family mm-hmm. goes down there and you can't just park for a few minutes, you have to park in chunks there now, which I disagree mm-hmm. with. But this park board, you know, looking at the cost and and the, the lost uh, and. Our sources were telling us last year, George, that Kitts Pool, it being understaffed, had very little to do with COVID. It had very little to do with a lifeguard shortage. It had everything to do with the budget because the park board budget was decimated because mm-hmm. it was mismanaged by the last board. And we have been Upset about that for years. I'm so mm-hmm. glad that it's changed. It appears that the incoming board has some sense of priorities, and that's not just because I agree with taking out the, the bike lane, or and I agree that the the pilot project to allow responsible alcohol consumption in parks, I, like these are things that just make common sense. The fact that so many man hours have been wasted on these things makes me crazy. And then you add the the pylon rental. Good lord, man. <laughs> God's greener. It was
1: like a three, almost. I, I've heard it was about two, two hundred fifty thousand dollars they spent in, in the last uh, year on those things, so or, yes. or more. Yeah.
0: Well, stand by and 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 hold on to your hat because there's going to be more uh, coming for your wallet, right? I mean, that's what we're hearing in the city of Vancouver. Our property taxes. We were talking about that week last week, mm-hmm. um, and then a lot of people. Another campaign promise from the Ken Sim uh, ABC party was uh, body cam. Uh, implementation on on VPD, that being put forward without budget attached to it. That doesn't come without a significant cost.
1: Oh, those are expensive. But it's a capital expense. So that's interesting. I mean, it's not an operating expense. So different budget. Uh, So... But it's an interesting issue of, of uh, privacy. But, you know, uh, for those people who, you know, you hear stories like this. First of all, there's the police's argument. They, they're they up against the Pivot Legal Society who are out there filming them all the time uh, and then taking the court over their behavior and and, and the angle's only from their angle. And so you argue, well, what, what's the police's angle on this? Uh, how do we know what what really happened? And so it gives the police a tool to fight back when they're being pushed by uh, organizations uh, who are yeah. sometimes funded by the city. Um are Are you kidding me? Be, that means to be that fe- like to be uh, litigious with uh, our police department, and, and and you know I'm not going to get into a debate about you know the philosophies of of this whole process. Yeah. There, there are out there fighting our our current premier. We'll get into that later, but you know this is the world coming right. from um, fighting for the rights of people and and, and freedoms. So anyways, but uh, but there's also a, from my point of view, I, I actually was on Gravel Street once with a friend, just standing talking. Uh, and I, I love the police, but this, these two cops came up to us and started t- to tell us to ask us if there, was, there were two beers in the garbage can beside us and asked if those were, our, I said, no, no. And then they started kind of harassing us. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? Uh, why are you, what? I was doing, we we're just chatting and if we, we felt like we were being intimidated a little bit. Um, and so mm. obviously nothing happened, but I'm thinking I had no, it would be my word against their word if anything had escalated. And I know people who have had things escalate uh, and for you know for sometimes their fault sometimes who knows so it'll provide evidence uh, uh for both sides of the story i think that uh but it goes back to the privacy question and canada is kind of very very uh opposed to cameras even though cameras are everywhere all the time
0: everywhere all the time and we should have more for those who would want to see our justice justice system move more swiftly mm-hmm. um you know uh, we're going to be talking about uh, on Steel and Vance later today. We're going to be talking about yet another vandalism case caught on tape. A couple of women dressed to the nines, wearing thousands of dollars worth of clothes, smashing a window at a lux- luxury shop. Like, really, if, if there was clearer pictures of these people, because they're kind of grainy, but you can see, but, but pe- the whole call out is do you know these women? Can you imagine how many crimes would be solved like that if we could just see the CCTV? <laughs> yes, because we watch British how, uh,
1: Exactly. It's how all crimes are solved in England, apparently. Yes. Well, they yes. do. Who could have had no CCTV back in the day? But uh, in England, they have it all everywhere. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that proceeds. I think there might be lots of lawsuits and a and, and lit- lot of litigious behavior that will probably slow that decision down by a long period of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, geez,
0: when you talk about how long we've been discussing um, responsible alcohol consumption, I believe we spoke about that in our very first podcast together. And I think we, what, we're on 199 now. I, I put a motion
1: our- forward when I was in council on this. So, yeah. you know, that's how many years I've been talking about it. So to, to George clarify. Affleck. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Let's talk about p- provincial politics, shall we?
1: Okay yes
0: okay david eby new premier david eby has shuffled a his former cabinet. ag yes he's shuffled yeah shuffle 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 and notables let's yes let's start with um selena robinson that that surprised me
1: big demotion from finance uh that's the, the preemie pre, the premier spot to get uh and she was only in it for about a year and a half two years maybe one you know she, uh yeah, demoted to how do you know what ministry. Ministry of something It doesn't matter because it's a demotion. Uh, you don't go post secondary
0: education. Yeah. The, it's like ministry of adult education. Hurt. Something like yeah. That's got uh. hurt.
1: So clearly, she was not in the ear of the current premier. This is always very intriguing. I find these cabinet shuffles. You know, it's you. You really get a taste uh, publicly of of the uh, how caucuses work and and how uh, personalities and relationships matter. Um, obviously the math on it is pretty good too. The most women in the cabinet ever. Uh, I think there's the most, um, people of color, color. yeah. It's uh, mo- most, most diversity. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot of boxes, yep. but you yeah. know, the motions and emotion and it hurts and you just wonder what, 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 what happened there? What, what, what was his, you know, you never get to the real reason of publicly what happened. Um, no, uh, it so, could be
0: personal it could be positional could be. it could be business wise yep. it could be you're just the odd person out because i want this person there instead
1: yep that that you could owe be the people case. money you not money but you owe them favors because of the who yeah. got who supported you as far as getting to leadership i mean it's all this this it's like a game it's politics you made a joke though i thought it was quite funny he uh when he Eb, he, when he's you know he's kind of funny of a guy, funny guy if you've ever met him. Um, I but have. He, I he really appreciate. Him as oh, as I'm first. just going to make a couple of quick yeah. changes before I make this announcement. He's just sort of. I'm just going to oh, actually. You know what? Before I do this, I'm just going to make a couple of changes. I think uh, it's quite funny. I thought that yeah. was clever.
0: Very funny, um, and I have to say this about Premier uh, David Eb, and uh, I happen to be so full disclosure. I'm his constituent. I'm in his riding, yeah. um, but I've I've known him for years because I've lived here for more than a decade. Mm-hmm. And then as I've gone along in my talk radio life, so post breakfast television, um, where I've really gotten leaned into the the news talk radio, every single time I've called him, I've DM'd him on Twitter. He has showed up, no holds barred. Like we'll talk about anything. Yeah, I've been not, to him
1: a couple of times too. And no problems getting Accessible.
0: It. Yeah, mm-hmm. accessible and open to debate and not afraid of the question that, Sorry, the dogs are running around. Not afraid to uh, address the the elephant in the room if there is one. And boy, he's had some pretty significant files leading up to uh, mm-hmm. this role that he has. And I would like to just point out, and it's not just because I love uh, Richard Zussman and Rob Shaw, but a matter of confidence. If you want to learn mm-hmm. more about the, the man work. behind, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes, and the inner workings, holy mm-hmm. moly. Okay. So uh, a matter of competence, put, put it in the political, uh, junkies, uh, stockings, yes,
1: that's right. That's right. Attorney
0: general, Nikki Sharma.
1: Yeah, it's a big general. deal. Nikki uh, and you know, new, new, uh, MLA, um, from Vancouver was part of the vision team, uh, in Vancouver. So, uh, you know, where you stand on that? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's good. That's a big, big deal. Attorney general. She's quite young. Um, big deal. So How about Bowen Ma daughters. too,
0: another rising star yeah, Bowen Ma promoted. being.
1: She was a yeah, in and a then new some, ministry. Uh, yeah, and a couple of demotions, Ma's doing- George Chow has got the boot. So a former right. city councillor. Uh, Bowen Ma got promoted into is it was it uh, I forget what first. It's ministry.
0: a new ministry. So say, it's yeah, a ministry it's, it's, that's associated with um preparedness and safety, right? So it's the new climate
1: right, like it,
0: right, it fits yeah. with her. Really, and and it's something that I think every British Columbia can, every British Columbian can attest the fact that we need somebody with eyeballs on how climate change is impacting yeah. our province with atmospheric rivers and heat domes and Bo and Ma very outspoken about the want to move forward on that file. So it'll be interesting to see somebody who's that passionate about it now have. Some power to do something and find yeah. out just how difficult it yeah. is to get stuff done in <laughs> exactly. politics, as you exactly. <laughs> very much pointed out to us. Uh, um, exactly. Also, before, notable, we one, uh, before we get to the last
1: one, before we get the last one now, because we don't we have one, is you know what this all means though. By the way, a shuffle is a little taste. I, I think there's going to be an election call probably in February. In my guess. This is really because sort
0: of he said oh, he didn't want that. I just think
1: hmm, I don't know how, he's got it. He's polling. I'm sure he's looking at it, going, "If I don't do it now." Kevin Falcon's going to start eating my lunch, you know, I mean, it's, you don't want to give your opposition too much time. Uh, to... Kevin Falcon
0: came out swinging on the Adrian Dix staying pad as health minister, That's which right. is That's where we go. That's
1: the final one, yeah. which was, you know, you sort of wonder though for Adrian Dix who's a health minister, continues to be health minister. You, I, you know, you kind of think if I was him, you know, okay, can I have a break please? <laughs> can I, can I have like, give me something else to do? Cause this has been a tough four years. But in a way, Yoke it's him. also a celebration of his success, I suppose. And you know, to continue on in a ministry after what we've gone through, the decision by the premier to let him stay there is a, a pat on the back as well. But he must be yeah. pretty exhausted of that ministry.
0: I, I'd also like to point out that, from a layperson's perspective, and again, naivete on my point, my yeah. part. So take this with a grain of salt. Uh, don't agree with me so fast on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, no, I'm kidding. Um,
1: I'll shake my I head. No, no,
0: no. No, yes. I, no, but you <laughs> teach me every day. And I think that's why Unspun is so cool. Um, with Adrian Dix as health, continuing as health minister under the EB mm-hmm. government, I look at that and think in this pivotal moment where we just got the deal with the doctors that the doctors are happy with. And then, you know, we need to take care of nurses and our healthcare system is stressed and what we have going on. To shift that and hand it to somebody who's not been immersed mm-hmm. in it and have to get there's no time to get up to speed right now there is no time and if you want to shuffle to to a different there's a lot to do so i kind of look that as good governance whether i agree with the ndp platform or not like i look at that Mm -hmm. as one of those things i'm like i hope that's you know while I see that as an opportunity for Kevin Falcon and the BC Liberals to come at the EB government, saying like this is great, can you see it's all in collapse? And it's like, well, it's kind of collapsing, and every other province said, "Ooh, wow!" Everywhere around the planet right now. So, you know, our 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 shortcomings are 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 many, um, but now is not the time really to to parse apart like the blame game yet like that's coming we're gonna get there we're gonna get there we
1: know this health file is a tough one to push on, on an opposition point of view my, my, if I were the opposition, I would focus on the fact that Sel- Selena Robinson's been demoted. So, what does that say yeah. about the quality of finance that we've had? I would say it's a t- statement about maybe these guys don't know how to manage money properly and they haven't been managing their money properly the last few years because they've had the wrong person in the job. Uh, we'll be right. watching this new person like a hawk because maybe this is the party, and you'd think this would be the Liberals or whatever they're going to be called, United, whatever. Um, they're um, BC United, point, it's a soccer team. Yeah. Sorry. Do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> that, You know, that they would focus. Because, you know, the thing is that I, in certain having been in office, you can finance and transparency or uh, and money and transparency in when you're in opposition are great, like, things to kind of talk about a lot. Because it really, yeah. you know, first of all, because it, you know, it's either, it's fairly Everything is related to them, especially with money. Everything, every department in relation. So if you can find ways to, you know, call them out on the money side. But it's not a great thing to win an it. election on. But it's good to... Yeah have as always a go-to on these guys don't seem to know what they're doing with their money uh in this department or that department or this and now you get the head of the money being demoted shows to me that we may be in bigger trouble than we thought and maybe this party isn't the right party to be managing our money but didn't Uh, they didn't
0: they just say that they were going to come in with a deficit and then found (laughs) 5.8 billion dollars like that
1: that's Like Vancouver too. Yeah, I know it's uh, a standard procedure, but you know, I I think I want to go back. That would be a, that would be what I would attack would be their, their, the weaknesses in their finance
0: finance. Let's go back to health because I want to talk just quickly because we're running a little bit short on time here. Mm. Um, when it comes to the health update that was this week with Adrian Dixon and Provincial Health Officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry, who by the way, next Thursday, the 15th is gonna be in studio with us on Steel and Vance. And every time I tell people that, there's either the person that says, oh my God, please thank her for me. And then there's the other <laughs> side that's like, please tell her what I the got hell she sauce, was yeah. thinking on the blah, 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 it's like, wow. When I think about this individual through, speaking of a, a few very difficult years, I look at Bonnie Henry and I think to myself, she's my age. She's just one person. She is just somebody trying her best to do the things to help the people in a crazy time. And the amount of pressure. And and she's a scientist, she can handle it. She took mm-hmm. it on. There are all these things. Like, and I would say that about man, woman doesn't matter. But I'm looking at her as a as a as a human being. And I think about, wow, like the polarization of where this is at for her and on top of it now we have children dying in British Columbia from the flu and this week's health briefing was all about please get your flu shot get your flu shot I had somebody reach out to me on Twitter going I tried to get a flu shot and I couldn't get it and I can't get it for my kid because he's only four and I'm like oh you're talking about a different shot because you can get a flu shot just about mm-hmm. anywhere where right now. Just walk in yeah. they'll put it in your arm yeah. and flu shots for kids, six months and up safe. We'll yeah. keep your kid because you'll still get the flu. You just won't get it as severely. So that's the physician in my life. My doctor told me if you have the flu shot two weeks no. in, you will still get the flu, but you'll have it for a couple of days without the flu shot. That same virus will knock you out for a week.
1: Yeah, Maybe and, they, more. and they say this year's flu shot's pretty good, pretty accurate. Really the good. Thing. They're always yeah. like rolling the dice on this. They don't know really what flu is going to really predominate, or dominate the yeah. community. Uh, yeah. I know I have my young, my youngest kid. Hey, when he hated getting shots, it was always a real challenge for us for years. And uh, you know, we've, he's been getting shots since he was a little, and uh, but it was torture. But now he actually looks forward to it. <laughs> so, but you, you've actually yeah, had experience definitely. with the nasals. Sh- i is, did
0: okay so my son Brady I who's never been never afraid of that. needles even as a baby this kid just didn't even flinch when he got all of his vaccinations no. as a wee baby which i always thought that's weird yeah. um and then when he started to have a little bit of the social uh anxiety when his best friend ryan very much a needle phobe and when we mm-hmm. went to get the flu shot when i i want to say he was like six and the pharmacist said do you know it was his uh, pediatrician said do you want the nasal spray and i'm like is that a thing? And I was like, "Do you want nasal spray? You want a needle?" Bud? And he's like, "Oh, I'll take oh, nasal spray, sure." And so it was like a squeeze of Sinutab Tab really? or whatever, Sinus Basically, Dristan, really. nasal mist, yeah. whatever. And that was it. So the next year he got it again, and so he got used to that being how we got because we get the flu shot every year because mm-hmm. around elders. And then the the third time in, they had run out because the nasal spray had become super popular. The reason why I tell this story is Dr. Henry made a real statement about how they have secured more nasal doses than ever before so if your kid is a needle folk because a lot of parents stress out about that you just said you know with your boy it was hard for a while yeah. there and it, it yeah. can be very very difficult for kids who are afraid of needles i get it and, as the daughter those- of a lab technician my mom was yeah. like
1: <laughs> and then, i do not stay over school uh, yeah exactly and don't forget about uh you know it takes about a t- week to 10 days for the, the shot to Two take weeks. effect so yeah you gotta yeah. get it got it asap before christmas we're headed yeah. this is in the height of the flu season now we're not october would have been when you should have been get this done um now if you're gonna do it just get it get it done as fast as you can get it done, um, get it done. if you believe do in the right vaccinations. thing vaccinations <laughs> but if you don't i can't help you
0: if you don't, at George
1: underscore
0: Affleck on Twitter, at Jody Vance on Twitter. The, uh, the anti-vaxxers love me as much as the anti-maskers
1: and I'll take it all. Mute, dog, mute, block, 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 block. block, block. Bells. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. Block.
0: He's like, let me outside. Take me for my Christmas uh,
1: jingle there jangle outside with my little my, see, oh, 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 I thought I had saw. a uh, shirt. Oh, what a cute little dog. To so those listening and can't see, there's nice looking dogs here.
0: I got and, a couple, oh, of, is it a tree a couple of Christmas
1: puppies. You got your tree up now there. You got the fire my tree, burning.
0: Fireplace nice. going. Yeah. I'm going to have to do my, the, my the painting space. over there.
1: I got to put up some you gotta spruce it up. Oh, I'll do right. it for our next show okay. next week, which will be our last show for the year. Episode 200 next week. Uh, and then we'll take a break over Christmas. and we'll be back for our, I think it's our fifth season.
0: It is, is our right? fifth season. Unspunpodcast.com. Sign up. We will send it to your inbox. Peace out, George. Bye Bye.